I would never be okay with someone not saluting the flag. By the way, 72% of Americans, according to Reuters, said that they thought Kaepernick's behavior was un unpatriotic. 97% I agree of with African-Americans think it's really saying? patriotic. I'm the only person. I'm still talking. I'm still talking. I'm still speaking. And Everybody I'm also, gets a Megan. Not anymore. We'll be right back. I've always wanted to do a podcast with different women who have different points of view. Or just like a show where I force people to talk about the view with me. Is the world flat? Yes. I'll call it Deja the View. I, I never thought about it, Whoopi. Hello and welcome to a special bonus episode of Deja the View. Today, we are counting down the top 10 biggest bats of 2018. <laughs> biggest bats. <laughs> Feuds, fights, controversies, tiffs. Feuds and so on. Mm -hmm. We're saying, even though it is halfway through January, <laughs> we're ready to say goodbye to 2018 and reflect upon some of the craziest moments that happened this year. Mm -hmm. I would say there were many arguments on the view in 2018, but the one thing that did bring the girls together. <laughs> was sex robots actually that was the one constant yeah here's a here's a funny topic i guess i mean we all know that robots can, are now can clean your house they can do all sorts of things mow your lawns yeah. they can uh, you know program things is it ethical to have sex with a robot japanese sex dolls are revolutionizing the global sex market religious groups in houston are protesting the opening of a brothel featuring sex robots the next generation of sex robots, they are out there already. But some people say, may be disappointed that they will be programmed to say no. Listen to this, if they're not in the mood. And my question is, why are they worried about it? I don't mind it if they, it was a man and they put a GPS system in there and locate my G-spot. Think about it, if, if they can program a robot to find your G-spot and take out the oh trash, man, our history. What does the robot look like? Yeah. Is it like BB-8? They are like human looking. You don't know they're robots. Uh, there is no way a male robot would never, would ever not be in the mood. Sometimes people are so boring. <laughs> so what do you think is going to happen? Are we all going to be dating robots? Is that what's going to happen? I talk about sex robots no, in the book, actually. For 50 sexual positions. I don't love this at all. I, it reminds me of pornography. He's not going to fall in love with the robot. But you don't me... know that. If white man, I found him having sex with the robot, I would burn our house down. That robot would be dead as well. I think it's very, very creepy. <laughs> and very creepy. And if, if yeah. my husband is having sex with a freaking robot, name I don't Samantha. name Samantha. I mean, that's a very no, creepy, listen. weirdo thing to do. Listen, if, 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 he's, yeah. if he starts sending, uh, you know, Valentine's Day cards and taking her out to dinner, that might be so uh, then more it's romantic. romantic. You're going to have sex with a robot, robot and it's legal and consensual. I don't know. You girls are actually telling right. me that you've never had robotic sex. Give me a break. It's also a very um, stressful time in our lives as mm -hmm. um, a lot has happened to Marie today. 
Uh, <laughs> she's so hungry. Speaking of sex robots, <laughs> Uber has let me down once again. Um, what happened to you, Marie? I tried to order a McNugget meal and coffee as my first meal of the day at a modest 3 p.m. And it didn't get picked up for almost an hour. Right. And when the man did bring it, he was on bicycle, which it's not exactly bicycle weather today. No, um, Um, I'd say it's like (laughs) 50 below. (laughs) (laughs) He arrived and emptied out all of the contents of his backpack in my hallway. He had McDonald's paper napkins stuffed in his mouth. In his mouth. In his mouth and couldn't... Lining his gums. They were... It was so full. It was so chipmunk-esque that he couldn't get the words out. He was, like, trying to tell me something about the order. And I was like, "Uh uh-huh, okay. Knowing already that it was going to be ice cold. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't wrong. Uh, So... Safe to say, I've already replaced my order. <laughs> so you threw the order in the trash, <laughs> and we are now as as we record this, we are waiting yeah. for. I threw my order in the trash. I went to the hairdresser and got my "I'd like to speak to the manager" haircut. <laughs> I wrote my Uber Eats complaint email, and then I reordered. So, <laughs> so we'll all witness live on air how this pans out how this pans out and if the new delivery guy does or doesn't also have paper napkins stuck or stuffed in his mouth Mm -hmm. so just keep that in mind as we count down the biggest views of the year (laughs) just know that as i'm discussing these these battles there's an inner battle happening (laughs) with myself (laughs) okay so we're gonna start with number 10 we're taking it one viewed at a time. We're going to go through each one. Uh, Just like they normally do in top 10. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're not reinventing the wheel here today. <laughs> I just want you to, know the format. just want to make sure everyone understands <laughs> how this works. <laughs> You've seen it before. We're bringing it to you again. <laughs> okay, let's begin. <laughs> well, the fallout continues from the White House Correspondents' Dinner. Hosts like Jimmy Kimmel and Seth Myers and Trevor Noah are defending Michelle Wolf's performance, and she says she wouldn't change a word, she said. But there are still calls to end the dinner for the sake of journalism. This dinner, to me, and I used to go, I refused to go, I've been invited many times since I started refusing to go, I will not attend this dinner again, long before Michelle Wolf ever came on that stage. Mm-hmm. I think it is more about red carpet celebrities coming than anything else. I completely disagree. That's else. not at all what yeah. it was about. I was in the there room, was also and it was about the celebration of journalism and the on, First Amendment. Hold on. I just think that there are some dinners in Washington, D.C., the Gridiron Dinner, the Alfalfa Club Dinner, that truly are about celebrating journalism and the work that journalists and political commentators do. This one is, do. too. Would you this say, one are is, you, are, you, are you a journalist? I you consider just, myself. Are, I have okay, a journalism so degree. I was just asking. I consider myself I'm just a journalist. Asking, I'm Absolutely. just asking. I understand what you're saying, Megan, because there's a... By the way, by the way, I would like to say... The pause 
line for what, I mean, again, like, I just feel like sometimes you just want to line up conservatives and throw grapefruits at us because, again, I'm just oh, trying to explain. Wait, no, wait, wait, nobody's, I'm just no, trying no, to explain Yes, but I want you to stop doing that. I want you okay. to stop saying that we're trying, you know, because that's not helping the dialogue. I learned this from you. Okay, I learned this listen, from you. Like, so let's I, stop. I'm just I'm listening. happy not I'm just to say listening. anything Good. anymore. No, no, I'll, no. No, it's fine. I I'm just sorry. don't. I'm not attacking you. I don't. No. I, we're on a, a t TV show that is commentary. We, I, I wasn't. Oh, I'm sorry that you are a journalist. I did not know that. I apologize. Oh, okay. So Marie is back. Her Uber Eats arrived um, during the clip. <laughs> I would like to mention that it arrived it arrived curbside. Right, that's not what I mean to by the door. Yes. So what I mean by Marie is back. So is, what I mean, had happened that everyone <laughs> missed was that the Uber Eats arrived, but for some reason it didn't default to my door, so I had to go meet the, the another cyclist. <laughs> let me just say that out on the curb. <laughs> Uh, and what but was he? Here. What did he look like? Did he have anything stuffed in he his mouth? He did not look like he was ready to be biking around. I will right. say that he was in s loose sweatpants mm -hmm. and seemed like really confused when I came out to be like, "Okay, it's mine." He was like stunned. Like he almost there was a second where I could see in his eyes that he almost like didn't let go of the bag. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> um, and was the food hot? Uh, piping hot. <laughs> Great. Okay, so no complaints. I'm glad that that has been resolved. Um, so the clip we just listened to um, is about the White House Correspondents' Dinner, which was a big issue, point of contention on The View, um, particularly in that um, most of the hosts were fine with Michelle Wolf's <laughs> material, mm -hmm. um, but Megan, not so much. Yeah, her argument was like, there's too many celebrities, people unrelated to the White House, bringing down the prestige of what it is. Slash, also her view was like, we already have events that are honoring the journalists. Kind of like, why do we need to do this like Hollywood version? Yeah. And like, in particular, she she had Sonny took issue with her because yes. Sonny started sticking up for journalists and saying that the night is a great night for journalists and uh to Me which Megan responded are you a journalist do you consider yourself a journalist well Megan <laughs> funny you should ask yes most iconic line goes to Sonny I have a journalism degree and then this was early days Megan so she kind of spiraled this was like <laughs> Because this is like before, this is like really early in it her. It was so early and it was when she was still like figuring out the dynamic and the views of the other co-hosts. Like yeah. at this point, it seems like as if she still thought that everyone was like a staunch liberal and she was like the sole person fighting for the conservatives slash like Republican Party. Not realizing like oftentimes Sonny will play kind of like a center point. Yeah. And so she was like really playing the like. I'm the only person sticking up for them card. And um, Sunny had to bring it to her. Check her. And then she turned to the audience and said, she thinks that because the audience clapped at what Sunny said, <laughs> she said the audience just wants to line up conservatives and throw grapefruits at them. 
Just like one of my most favorite. And then all of the hosts were just like, what? No. Who? Who? What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Viewed number nine is between Megan and Tara Setmeyer, who was guest hosting during Sarah's maternity leave. And it. <laughs> I missed that episode. And Sorry. it can only be described as conservative on conservative crime. <laughs> Okay, so in this, what's happening in this fight is we have Tara Setmeyer guest co-hosting, and um, I guess they were discussing an interview that Trump did where he said some shit about Theresa May. Yeah, it was like his first official visit to the UK, I think, and he was like talking crap about Theresa. And then, and then seemingly the next day it was just like, no, that never happened. Yeah, so it's there's a recording of what he said, and then. The next day, he's, like, asked about it, and he was like, that is fake news. But it's, like, a literal recording. It's, a literal it's like recording. literally him on the on Yeah, the and yeah. he's like, it's fake, which is just fucked. So, obviously, um, people were pissed about that, including Tara, who said anyone who listens to what he says, like, listens to a recording of his own voice and still thinks that it's fake news yeah. has to be a member of a cult. And Tara's views are, like, really – her views as a Republican are really – similar to how um, Anna Navarro is as a Republican. Yeah. It's like they are Republican, but they feel like Trump is kind of like bringing down the party and so much of what he personally does goes against their beliefs, but they still are like conservatives. Yeah. And I think if there's, there's nothing that, so Megan obviously like is very, (laughs) she's doesn't agree with democratic views, but the one thing that she might, hate even more is a conservative who (laughs) criticizes the conservative party the thing that megan hates most out of anything is for trump supporters to not like her (laughs) it's like she will go out and be like i didn't like when trump did this but when people start bad-mouthing trump supporters (laughs) right as a whole she gets so defensive because she doesn't want to turn that audience against her. she It's true because she says she has family members that are Trump yeah. supporters and friends. And she knows that that's kind of a big part of the country. So she's like, I'm getting my money. Like, I'm taking the Trump supporters' <laughs> money. I'm not going to turn a big group of people against me, even though I personally don't like Donald Trump. And it was also a funny fight because it was like the two conservatives fighting Everyone else just sitting and being like, well, it's nice to have a break. Who's left for his supporters to believe? Him. Besides him. It's a cult that way. That's when I said that before. Please stop saying that. No, I'm not going to stop saying that. Because when people want Let me explain. It's why I say that. You said that the last time you were here. It's so rejected to people like me. It's not. Not everyone. But there's a large group of people who blindly follow what this man says that don't think for themselves. Where he actually can get away with saying things on on tape. Are you a Trump supporter? No, I, never I, heard I that. defend his supporters because oh. I understand it. Like I said yesterday mm-hmm. with the book that I asked everyone to read it, I think yeah. when you're putting a giant swath of people that everybody's been brainwashed <laughs> and we're all in a cult, I didn't vote for I Trump for everyone. personal reasons. You said it last time you were on the show. Yes. And again, I and do I think there's some... Okay, so as a conservative, you're yep. mad at what's happening on the Supreme Court and the two Supreme Court choices. I don't think it's worth it. I don't think undermining democratic institutions, norms, and but ideals to have two... someone like this who's dishonest and unfit to be president 
president is worth it. No, I don't. I don't. Listen, it's, it's, listen. I so enjoy the Republican never Trump. Republican but then, crime. Uh, I said it is Republican and Republican crime. So 89% of the Republican Party are in a cult. Um, the ones who, the ones who all now the no. ones who are uh, who are willing to um, speak out and criticize him when he deserves it. Okay, fine. But there's a large group, including a lot of members of Congress, who have completely sold their principles down the river. They are hypocrites. Hypocrites. Is it, worth, okay. is it worth staying in power? I don't think it is, and I've said this before. It, it, believe me, it tears me apart as a lifelong conservative who has worked on the front right. lines of conservatism to see the party and conservatism well, be perverted this which, way. Do you but believe they need to be held Would you leave the Republican Party over this? Why haven't you left the party? The reason I haven't left is because I, I feel like yeah, there needs to be people. The party no, because I feel there needs to be people. Awful. I still believe that the conservative principles are, are true. Just the infallibility of the messengers is what's killing it. There are a lot of people like Schmidt, you have to have people that are willing saying, there to fight for it. So there are a lot fight of people it. like Steve Schmidt that are saying, I can't do it anymore, I'm a Democrat. Yeah. I will say there's still principles that are still well, well, Scarborough, yes, a great example. I think there's a divide that we've seen over and over with Republicans. There are a lot of people that have conservative ideals that say, at what point am I giving up my humanity yeah, for this? Right. give up power. Because the right. fact they, no, but, Let me finish. I no, let me finish. Segment. Because that talk Trump? that what I was just saying about Walmart just people. Trying to I say, told you we need the vote. Because, because we're sitting If you're here, all I, talking at once, I'm gonna go to break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Moving on to number eight. Why are we relitigating my career? <laughs> it's the most iconic line from this feud. Um, they're having a conversation about fake news there was an some sort of interview that ivanka did and the interviewer asked her do you think the media is the enemy of the the press is the enemy of the people mm -hmm. and she because said because that was like a thing that donald was like very uh he had like just started saying that a lot now he says it all the time but it was yeah. like one of it was when he really started throwing it at people and she like without hesitation says no and then the whole audience laughs at her yeah and she like doesn't seem to get why uh -huh. um she's like what's so funny yeah <laughs> she's a fucking idiot will someone please tell me what's funny um and the <laughs> so, so they get into this conversation on the view about media bias mm -hmm. and michael avenatti is there because this is from this is before yeah this is before this is the now. allegations <laughs> <Yeah>. and <laughs> he oddly hasn't been back on the show <laughs> since <laughs> um but um yeah so they're having this conversation and then anna navarro is also there and the conversation gets into this weird personal territory because anna kind of derails it by um i think Someone made a comment about how Fox News is biased. Yeah, because someone was like, well, he has one network that always backs him up, Fox News, obviously. And then Megan says that... CNN is biased as well. Yeah, she says that it's the reason why Fox News is the one that goes with Trump is because all of the other ones basically are uh, against Trump and very obviously biased towards Democrats, including CNN... Anna will not <laughs> Anna, will not sit that one out. Anna is like the star of CNN. Yeah, she's like their star Republican. So for Megan to say that, she took it personally and then starts going through. Clearly, she had been reading Megan's LinkedIn that day because 
she starts going through and going, well, you worked at MSNBC. Uh-huh. You worked here. And Megan's like, whoa, like, why are you coming for me? Yeah. Like, I'm not here to redo my. She's like, this is the last episode of the season. <laughs> we had, we have fun. Yeah. And like, <laughs> and then she says like the most iconic thing, which is, um, why are we relitigating my career? <laughs> like, so the next time you're on a job interview and they're like, oh tell God. me about your past experience, just be like, you know what? I'm not here to relitigate <laughs> my career right now. <laughs> but I, what I am, what I would like to say is I'm really enjoying myself in this interview with you. <laughs> and then if they're like, we found your tweets where you talk about um, wanting to kiss Sarah Haynes, you can quote Lady Gaga and say, oh, 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 it, it, it. Well, you didn't say that, but I that guess it looks look like, like me. It looks like we said that. <laughs> yes. Before there was Lady Gaga, there was Meghan McCain. <laughs> Talking about media coverage and liberal media bias, it's something that's real and really exists. Pew Research said in uh, 2012, Obama had 39% positive coverage compared to Romney's 3%. So I would rather have a conversation about why Republicans don't have the same kind of fair and balanced media coverage than Democrats do, than automatically jumping to terminology like enemy. But Megan, the, the Republicans have a station that's dedicated to so their propaganda. CNN. Fo- yeah. no, it, that is not c- true. CNN, CNN. Uh, CNN. Listen, CNN tries to be very balanced. CNN has commentators on like me and every time I'm on I'm on against somebody that is defending Trump so I mean MSNBC where you worked once well um, you a might want to say a very very long time okay, ago okay but it's part of your don't, history don't and something you me. should be I'm uh, just, I'm just well you just came for CNN I, knowing I, I'm a I, CNNer I, I, I wasn't directed <laughs> at you I'm just okay. as usual last show i've really enjoyed this season this is the last show since we go on break i am not interested in sort of redoing uh arguments you and i have had anna we vastly look at this differently i i do think i represent a lot of republicans in the country who think cnn and by the way jake tapper is one of the best journalists in the country it's not all that but cnn does have a bias among trump supporters and republicans thanks to the one well, lady listen, who's yeah. clapping in the but room but you agree that jake fox tapper also is has a hell of a journalist anderson fox cooper has a is a journalist but fox is popular because yeah. it's one network. Yeah. I used to but work fo- there as well and for Fox many does years. Have a bias. She admits that. I mean, uh, uh, yes, of and so MSNBC, well. where yeah, you work, does not have a bias. I also worked at Fox News. I worked right. at both. That one has okay? a bias. And we know that. We've okay. established that. Why are you relitigating my career right now? And now I'm on ABC. Where are you CNN, which is my career? Okay, moving on to number seven. So this clip entitled "Happy Birthday, Melania." It's not about Teresa Giudice's daughter. Oh my god! Um, god, it's so confusing looking back on what happened because so much, so many like weird things happen with Trump all the time. But I yeah. guess the gist of the clip is that they're talking about um, the Michael Cohen representing Trump in the Stormy Daniels sitch, and I guess he had like called into Fox and Friends or something and basically like spilled the beans by accident. Yeah. That then, he was representing him in the mm-hmm. Stormy Daniels stuff and that he was aware of the shit. Yeah. And then when the reporters asked him about it later, I guess he played dumb and was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. I'm not sure if it was later or right. if it was just like the first time he was asked about it, he was like, right. no, no, I don't know anything about that. You'd have to ask him. And then like called into Fox and, and Friends or whatever. And this was the day I think that he called in and went on a rant for like 40 minutes and the and the the 
anchors on the show on like on the Fox show didn't know what to do. They just like had to let him talk for on. He went on and on and on and on. They just sat there blankly <laughs> like Kanye West, like um, when he like held the SNL audience hostage <laughs> and went on like a crazy rant. Yeah. So like then so so taking that in mind that he called into the show and went on this big rant on that day joy then says oh and it's melania's birthday happy Happy birthday birthday, melania Melania. and megan snaps megan doesn't find it funny at all because she (laughs) (laughs) she thinks that um joy is making fun of melania's pain and like maybe she is a little but like it was more like I took it as like more like empathetic, like oh like happy birthday Melania like he does another shitty thing to you and it's your birthday yeah 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 that's kind of how I took it. But um, Megan was like basically like keep that name out your yes. mouth today, <laughs> and um, Joy was like oh like saying like you don't have a sense of humor you don't understand the target of my jokes uh-huh. um, and Megan. <laughs> Like, this is such a bold fucking move. Like, this is why I kind of love her. Because she just, like, you never know what she's going to say or do. She, like, turned to the audience and was like, well, the audience isn't laughing. Yeah. She was like, the audience didn't laugh either. And I remember that we covered this because (laughs) I remember Kevin went back, replayed the footage. Yeah. And the audio, the truth is in the audio, the audience did laugh. Yes, we did go back on our original time that we yeah. covered this, and apparently they the did audience laugh. did laugh, but Megan didn't hear it because she was too busy already saying real nice. Her turning to the audience and going, "Well, the audience isn't laughing," is actually like uncomfortable and bad because like it puts them in this horrible situation. Yes, but ho- however, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> like that's so fucking funny. I mean, if Michael Cohen paid this hush money, one hundred and thirty thousand dollars on. Um, President Trump's behalf, that's a, an illegal income campaign didn't say contribution. That. Uh, just no. a, this wiggle he room. He, there is a little bit yeah. of wiggle yeah. room, yeah. but the fact that now he is admitting that they have this relationship yeah. in reference to Stormy Daniels, I mean, I you think... You know, today is Melania's birthday. Obvious. Happy birthday, Melania. I know. I know. That was necessary. Come on. That's so mean. Yeah. What we was mean about it? Because, because... What was mean about said, it, Megan? Tell me her, what was mean. You think that was appropriate? Yesterday, we all talked about how we collectively <laughs> like Melania. I do. Like be a her. Hard thing. So it's you're a, you're making a, fun of her pain. I'm not making fun of her. You are. Are you, you making fun of her? You know what? It's just what you, you know just what? did. You, know, you have no sense of humor. Oh, That's please. It's not that I don't have a sense of humor. It's because I feel bad for our first lady and all this, which we I thought covered yesterday. I think, well, I mean, I feel bad that, that like she a, married this guy that's doing this to her. I, I, that, that's that's yeah, where I'm at. That's where I'm at. I mean. You know, it's it's. Then I, we I don't... should take back what we said yesterday because I thought yesterday we all said that we had a soft spot for her and we felt bad for her. So we should just well, be I, honest. I think what Joy is saying you is, know, like, it's sad that it's her birthday and you're like, this is what and then, everyone's and talking about. And it's about yes. him and what a jerk he is. He is yes. a jerk, but I think to like point out, happy birthday, Melania. Your life totally blows. We're gonna talk about it on national television. She's aware how bad this is. I wish you would understand who the target of my jokes is. <laughs> <laughs> that, well, that the audience to go right over your the head. audience didn't laugh either. I mean. They, well, they it's responded a bad joke, a, maybe. So okay. what? So sue me. Send okay, me so jail. here's... Moving on to number six. This clip is called, I'll Jump Wherever I Damn Please. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they're having a conversation about 
social media and um, using as a their entry into this is talking about the synagogue shooter and how they yeah. had, they had posted anti-Semitic yeah views on Gab and on and then Twitter. there was some yeah and there because there was someone else who had a, like a pipe bomber who had um, tweeted threatening things and a journalist had reported fla- it. like reported it had like flagged it and Twitter like was like no it's all good ba- right like, basically and so the question was like what is the responsibility of social media websites to like d- deal with these type of things because they have those the people that are on those sites clearly can do a lot of harm in IRL yeah so like what's the responsibility do you take the threats seriously I guess so Joy starts out immediately like twisting the topic to be about Trump and the press and the press she's like I think that the responsibility is that the press should stop covering his rallies which like it she took many steps in her head to get there but I understand the connection yes I do understand um however (laughs) Megan immediately is like why are you taking it there? Yeah, she's like, like oh, a, that's a logical response. That's not what the topic is about. And she's right. That's not what the topic is about. I mean. But it's so like, it's, it's such an aggressive. Yeah, the way that she, instead of just being, instead of Joy saying that and then Megan going, well, I don't know if I agree with that because that seems like a reach. Instead of doing that, she goes, oh, well, that's a logical <laughs> <laughs> Just like gives the most passive aggressive response. Yeah. It's not even pat like just aggressive and joy without missing a beat claps back i mean she's been it's her fucking show she's been on yeah. the show she's joy behar from the view and she goes i'll jump wherever i damn please <laughs> <laughs> megan's like i'm sorry i just thought we were supposed to be talking about social media and she was like then you talk about it yeah <laughs> I'll joy, I'll jump wherever I damn please, Behar. So really, how much responsibility do they have? And does the media have to take care? Hmm. The media should stop covering those rallies of his. That, that's my one recommendation. It just, it just empowers him more. Yeah, that seems like a logical response to that question. I mean, come on, we're talking about social media's impact, hmm. and we jump to Trump's rally. I jump so, wherever again, I damn please, she's... okay? But but that's twice. I'm not allowed to change the subject if I want to. I just thought we were talking about social media. All right, so you talk about it then. No, I'm fine. Go ahead. (laughs) The end. (laughs) Jumping on to our next viewed. Number our number five viewed is called Really Sunny. So do you understand what this topic is about? Because I I truly don't. Yes. I have no idea what they're talking about in this topic. Okay. So I know from what Ab- the school of Abby has told us is that uh, Trump. <laughs> Wait. Okay. So now, because, th- okay, so this clip is from pretty recently. Yeah. So it, recently, it's like we found out more about what how involved Russia was in the Trump election. Right. 
And they here are discussing what Trump's real involvement was with Russia because he tweeted like, yes, I did go to Russia. So he, he finally like admitted after they were like, we know that you went or we know that you did this with Russia. He was finally was like, yes, I did. I, t- I like toured a building for like real estate purposes. Didn't do right. Any didn't, it didn't mean anything more than that. Cause didn't he say something like, because in case I lost the election, I wanted to like have a, I wanted sure. to like, yeah, on, something probably. like that. <laughs> I don't know. I, it's so probably weird. something like that. So the topic's called what were Trump's business dealings in Russia? Yeah. And so, they are having a normal conversation about this, but what's different this season yeah. talking about Russia things is that Abby has a very personal investment in it. Her father works for the administration as a Russian ambassador. Yes. So. So for- they're trying to talk about it as normally as possible. And then Abby snaps and jumps in and is like no actually here are all the facts well actually (laughs) um i also want to say looking back at this clip when we first saw it we had no idea that abby was pregnant but like looking at looking now the signs were all there the outfit that she's wearing is (laughs) like at the time so baggy (laughs) at the time off mic we had referred to it as something that someone who like like the uniform that they have to wear at the mandarin that's like ill-fitting like an ill-fitting uniform right and now i know that it's like was very deliberate yeah deliberately baggy when she's turned like when the camera angle is on her like uh profile you can see her fucking belly. Like, what the hell? How did we not know? I didn't know I was pregnant. How could I have known? Yeah, it's, it's like we were so caught up in how nuts it was that she finally had so much to say that we missed. Yeah, I the, just want to the... say congratulations, Abby. You've played us. Yeah. <laughs> like, you did it. Yes, the wool was pulled over our eyes. Yeah. So this is the first time that Abby, like, gets flustered and really, like, gets mad, I think, at the Hot Topics table. So because Sunny is, I guess the fight is really, like, Sunny versus Abby and then kind of Anna versus Abby. Sunny is um, discussing the Russian involvements. What's interesting is Megan kind of starts like whispering things to Sunny to help her in her fight against Abby. Yeah, I think that like that is interesting because you you think of them as like adversaries, but it kind of was like Megan being a friend to Sunny to just Sunny like, versus oh, like, you said that wrong. Abby, yeah. Like, instead of being like yelling at her, she like quietly whispered like, "Oh, actually this. Yeah, she yeah. was like quietly fact checking her to help her in the argument as if the cameras weren't rolling. Yeah, it was interesting. Um, I and guess then, like it's hard to talk about this topic because I don't re- truly understand everyone's <laughs> argument. So I can't say like who's right and who's wrong. Yeah, um, but it gives us the moment when Sunny says something. Something was said. Something was said. And Abby goes, really, Sunny? Really, Sunny? <laughs> Really sunny. It's really like, sunny. If Alexa got stuck. Yeah. Alexa, what's the weather? 
really sunny. Like Abby is the weather girl. Really sunny. Like <laughs> it's just funny. And there's like other times where Abby it's just it's out of character for her. So there's like other times where yeah. she, someone says something and she's just like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she like can't get the words out fast enough. Yeah. She's like, I was like, I was I was I was saying Yeah, yeah it's and crazy to see her so fired up about something. And it there are moments where again it's like i don't fully understand <laughs> what is common knowledge and what isn't but there are moments where it almost seems like as if she's revealing too much something that her dad told yes. her that she definitely isn't supposed to know but that yeah. she has insight into because she's like trying to correct them and fact check them on things where what they are saying is like common knowledge it's like what the public knows what she's like her rebuttal is like stuff that i don't really think we we know or we knew yeah and like this is where this is like where i get kind of like depressed about the view (laughs) panel because i don't want to just be like like oh these people's perspectives don't matter but it's just that like when people just start going my father my father my father it's like how do i relate to what you're saying yeah like i don't it's one thing for Megan to be on the panel and have an extremely famous father who is like a notorious politician. That's like a very unique and specific perspective. That is very unrelatable to, for most people. Yeah. And it's like, okay, that's totally fine to have her on the panel and like her, like, let's hear what she has to say. Great. But then to have another <laughs> person on the panel who also has. It's like like their views, like it's such a unique experience and such a unique view that to have two of them, it's like having two EGOT winners sitting on the panel. (laughs) Like, like like you would know, like what? It's like having the Olsen twins sit on a panel that's about like infertility. Yeah. It's like this is an experience that 98% of people watching do not understand or like cannot participate in. It's just, it's a weird time on the view. And, but at least we got really sunny, really sunny. No one ever talks about the actual issues and what's being done to combat Russia because that's not the shiny object. No one cares about that. No one gives the president credit for anything that he does right. It just strikes me as odd that Michael Cohen, this bombshell, gets dropped about not how, not how only Trump was involved with uh, Russia and building this tower. His children were also notified about it. It's, and Ivanka is part of that as well. Now he is saying Trump the reason he's... Meeting. Trump Tower meeting. Not the Trump... T- well, so, uh, there are two... There, I'm sorry, yeah, Trump's two Jr. Towers meeting with the spy. With yeah. the spy. And then there's also a building of, yeah. of the, the Mos- uh, tower in Moscow. But now he's saying the reason he's not meeting with Putin is because he's upset because they haven't returned the, the Navy sailors to the Ukraine. Yeah. yeah. Um, when was he concerned about the Ukraine? Really? Look, that's really, kind of really new. Sunny. Really so sunny? about Trump. Yeah. Trump has actually been Trump tougher on Ukraine than President Obama was. The first thing he did with Russia when he got into office was arm the Ukrainians and put sanctions on Russia as it relates to Ukraine. Well, but Listen, the Abby, the point, guys, the point I'm trying to make, if you want to talk about the Mueller investigation, let's have that, that talk mm-hmm. and, the, and the dealings that Trump had with Russians before he got into office. Yeah. But if you want to talk about actual diplomacy and mm-hmm. things that are happening mm-hmm. with Russia, that is a very different thing. I would love for 
this table, not Megan so included. You, she's different, you really believe that's why he canceled that something. meeting? You believe he canceled the well, meeting because he's so concerned about well, the I can Ukrainian tell you, soldiers? I can tell you because I talked to my dad who lives in Moscow and deals mm -hmm. with this every single day that there was they were already figuring this out before he decided to cancel it. They were uh -huh. already making that decision. So really? what okay, the drives me nuts are cable pundits that think they know everything about what's going on behind closed doors and diplomacy mm -hmm. and come out on television and, and give facts that are actually inaccurate. But when I'm actually talking to people that are in those discussions and know what's going on. But what a lot of people are upset about right now that had not happened then is the fact that they interfered in our elections. Oh, and let me if ask you, you need this, more though. proof of that, Anna, let me ask you this. Let me ask you Do you remember when Obama met with the guy and said, after the elections, I'm going to have more flexibility, and every Republican set their hair on fire, rightly so? I did that. I mean, right. I'm just saying that for we all did. But didn't Obama also impose sanctions on Russia, which crippled their economy, and that's one of the reasons no, why Trump Nitsani Jr. had that meeting? The Magnitsky meeting? Act happened because of my father. It had nothing to do with Obama, and let's keep that yeah. very but he, straight. But he did impose no, sanctions No, it, well. I'm sorry, but the normalizing of what happened with Putin happened under Democrats' watch as well. Abby's 100% right on it. Mm -hmm. Nobody has cared about Putin until yeah. all the human rights violations, the annexing of Crimea, everything in the Ukraine, nobody cared until the elections. So uh, don't tell me this isn't political. Because the elections are a bastion of our democracy and coming but after our rights, elections. What? Human rights coming should be as well. Coming is an attack on human our national rights, security. The torturing of, of a... Okay, sorry, you don't care about Sergei Magnitsky being tortured and killed for being someone who sounded the alarm? Ladies, on, on, but you're we have to take a break. Different now. Beers that for everyone. We'll be right back. Uh, the number four viewed is about being offended by all Republicans. And what is this one called, Kevin? The, the na actual name? The first cut is the deepest. <laughs> <laughs> because this is Megan and Joy's first, first big, big fight. fight. Yeah, that they ever had. And it's a doozy because Joy... <laughs> Joy, like, really learned how to press Megan's buttons here. Yes. So what it was was, um, I guess this was, like, a, a, probably a couple of years ago or maybe over a year ago now. Um, there was a, a White House staffer, someone who was involved in Trump's campaign, who they found out he was accused of domestic violence and there was like these horrific photos of him of the abuse that he had inflicted on his his wife or his girlfriend and then one of the current white house staffers was dating him so i guess he it was his ex-wife or his ex-girlfriend okay and then he was still in the in the like dc scene and his current girlfriend was one of trump's staffers and Trump had put out a statement saying, I mean, his, whatever, like his team had put out a statement saying that he was like a great guy and blah, blah, blah. And then they found out that his current girlfriend was like part of the group that had written the statement. So it was like, oh. just, to, to quote Megan, it was a mess. Just a <laughs> mess. <laughs> okay. And then, so, but like the way Joy got into it was like saying that when former chief of staff john kelly uh -huh. saw the photos of the abuse he was shocked yeah shocked which joy was saying in like a comedic way it was like, like almost her version of whoopi's valley girl voice yes because like why would you be shocked um right because oh yeah because i think like the allegations had already come out 
but it was i guess i guess that's what she was kind of hinting at was that like people already knew but then when he saw the photos he was shocked, shocked. yeah right so okay so this happens because joy or uh megan says as a republican i'm offended yeah that you would make light of something like this and then joy takes what she said and throws it back in her face mm-hmm. and says as a democrat i'm offended by republicans just generally yes. <laughs> also important to note that nancy grace is happens to at be. the table for this whole thing Filling and somehow in. manages to be the the least involved in any argument yeah so after Nancy's, <laughs> Nancy's input is like, you would not believe how many women come to me saying that, oh, no one believed me until you <laughs> see the photos. Have you seen the photos? That's um. my SNL audition. <laughs> so that argument happens at the beginning of the topic. And then towards the end of the topic, Megan they- sits, Megan sits on Joy's comment for the whole topic, basically. Yeah. And it's just like stewing, like, am I going to let her get away with that? And like, or how not? can I, how can I deliver the same kind of wordplay that Joy <laughs> delivered to me? She's like, I'm not a comedian. I don't do this for a living, but like, I'm going to, I have two minutes in this segment <laughs> to flip it back around. And then every time that someone says anything about like Republicans, Megan yeah. will take the opportunity to go, well, as a Republican, you are offended by yeah, me I even guess we're sitting offended here. By everything. Just like beautiful. And then the audience is like, some of them are like, wah. Some of them are like, clap, clap, clap. One person goes. Oh, come on. <laughs> Someone in the audience goes, oh, come on. But like, the best part like, is like both Megan and Joy think that the oh, come on is on their side. Yes. I would do anything to track down this person and say, like, when Joy said that, when you said, oh, come on, come on, season six, were you were you saying, like, Joy, like you're being dramatic or were you being like, come on, Republicans? Exactly. Exactly. Just brilliant. One of it's it's truly like just one of the best moments that happened on The View. Reportedly, Chief of Staff John Kelly tried to keep Omarosa from Donald, but now he may be taking the fall for the Rob Porter domestic abuse scandal. Mm-hmm. Kelly says that he was shocked, mm. shocked, I tell you, when he saw photographs of the abuse. Mm-hmm. But why is Kelly so shocked? Shocked, well, I tell you. We shouldn't make levity of, of this. Sudden. We're talking about the abuse of a woman. I mean, look at that photo. Two. We should not be laughing Kelly. or making We're talking, talking about, about Kelly. We're not talking about abuse right now. Don't say something one like that. Like, we are laughing and making We are laughing at him being shocked. It's not. It's very serious. Well, look, and as a Republican, I am offended. As a Democrat, I'm offended by Republicans. You know what? You have a statement. You're offended by Republicans. So all Republicans, probably, and everywhere. Offended by me sitting here. I'm offended by a party that backs a racist. Oh, my God. Oh, come on. Oh, come on, Megan. 72% of the Republican Party thinks he's a good role model. I'm I'm actually going on the Van Jones show on Saturday, and I was actually looking forward to talking about this in a way that is respectful and not being told that just because I'm a Republican, I'm offending you. We are not going to move the needle one way or the other, just throwing out platitudes and hubris like that. And And I would like to have a real conversation about it. Oh, really? Oh, really? I don't know why you're sitting here saying you're offended by all Republicans. I'm trying to give you my perspective. Because 72% of them are backing a racist... And, and somebody who has abused women. That's why. 
That's why. Oh, come on. <laughs> number four. <laughs> okay. Viewed at number three is about Bush. It's about bad, bad Bush. Yeah. So it was like right after uh, George Bush had Senior died. Had yeah, died. had died. They were like trying to give, trying to look back at like his top 10 mm-hmm. best moments. And no one said, I mean, who, who knows what whether in the meeting they were like, this should be like a touching tribute. Yeah. No one said if it was a tribute or if it was just like, he died, let's reflect. Like, But they were all being like yeah they were all like sucking up yeah everyone's like taking a turn saying something nice which is what you generally do when someone dies yes joy also wanted to take participated she was trying to say something nice but she also had to make it about trump because like okay again it's like i get how she got to that point i think that she was thinking i want to talk about his legacy with regards to like climate change because he had signed a bill that was like to help protect the environment, I guess. And so when she was, she was like, let's talk about his legacy of that and compare it to the guy we have now who's doing all he can to unravel what uh, Bush had done. Yes. And it's another classic moment of Megan feeling like joy is going off topic yes. and Megan getting pissed off at her. <laughs> I want to say one thing about him that was not picked up really because as a candidate, he said, those who think we're powerless to do anything about the greenhouse effect are forgetting about the White House effect. And then he signed into law the Clean Air Act Amendment of 1990, one of the most sweeping environmental yeah. statutes yeah. ever. Yeah. This president that we have now is trying to unravel everything that he did and Obama did. And if I ever become a one-issue voter, it will be about pollution and the greenhouse effect. And, and Can the we fact focus that, on the president, yeah. please? I, I, know, just, I don't want to talk about Trump. Uh, well, I do we're, in the moment so of, we're honoring a great uh, president in his path. Please. I, I want to talk about but the we're honoring, but I'm not interested in your one issue. I don't voter care what you're president interested in. I'm talking. Well, I don't care you what you're what? interested Damn in We'll either, be right back. Joy. And then we see Joy slam her cards down on the table and say, my God. It's also really funny because this was so close to Christmas that it's like there's like a beautiful Christmas decor. It's a Christmas movie. Yeah. Them. The fight is actually a Christmas movie. <laughs> um, and it's weird because as we know and our listeners know, like this sort of thing happens. It's happened all year long on The View. Um, but for some reason, this one like all eyes were on the view in the media because it got picked up by so many like yeah it was on like every entertainment website i love when it's a slow news week and every other about- <laughs> mainstream network decides to become deja the view yes it's so many places became deja the view and it's like it's actually so frustrating to like <laughs> watch people who don't like talk about this who don't yeah. know that and this people is who like... don't know and they try to like talk about the inter- intricacies of the relationships between yeah. the co-hosts yeah um and so actually megan and abby both around this time commented about how like they were receiving a lot of hate on social media and mm-hmm. like um they were talking about pete davidson and megan was like reflecting on how like she knows what it's like to be like to have to like bear the the 
all of the nasty negativity from people and how people like were saying that she was a bully and blah Mm -hmm. blah blah and abby saying um when she joined the view she received more hate than she's ever received in her whole life well also us (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) as we sit here just like shit talking also when we got like one person who was like you guys are idiots yeah why do you love megan so much yeah we were bullied once for (laughs) not being hard enough on megan yeah um so, so yeah, we, re- we can understand how everyone feels here. According to the Daily Mail, after this exchange, um, uh, according to a, a source who was there in the commercial break, allegedly, <laughs> um, Joy yelled, my God, get this bitch under control. If this shit doesn't stop, I'm quitting this damn show. Oh I can't take this much more. And then producers ran to the stage in an attempt to de-escalate the situation. But Behar continued to rant, the source said. I've tolerated a lot of shit on the show, but I'm mad. I'm at my wit's end with this entitled bitch. Enough already. Enough already. I'm not playing nice any longer, Joy Behar shouted, despite the studio audience being able to hear it all. Those are like such long quotes. Like, such long <laughs> sound bites that whoever the leaker is, like, clearly had the footage to rewatch. So, like, all eyes on the editor. Yeah. It's fucked. Like, like, that's such a long quote for someone from the audience to be like, oh, my God, quickly jot this down, hun. Yeah. Like, I'm, like, reading parts of the article that I didn't notice before. And it goes on, like, saying things that are just, like, direct quotes. And it, yeah. I would love for Megan to... <laughs> like debunk this or not yeah. because it says like i don't know why she's so upset mccain rep- repeatedly <laughs> said i just wanted her to focus on president bush and not bring trump into this for once while hair and makeup people attempted to groom both of the hosts producers tried to calm Behar down so much like a hair or makeup person <laughs> yeah. leaked this because they're like well we tried <laughs> well we went <laughs> beyond the we call could. of duty to try like get a comb through her hair (laughs) but yeah that that was huge and that's why it was our number three okay so moving on to top two number two is um not a personal the my the biggest one of the biggest fights that ever happened on the view is actually not personal at all and it was just about a heated debate about socialism so everyone now knows exactly who Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is, RuPaul's Drag Race fan oh and American and politician. future judge. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. But there was a time not too long ago when she was still like an up-and-coming uh, contender. And her, her ideas around socialism and were like kind of a big deal. Yeah, because a lot of the things she was saying are socialist. Ideal, yeah, Yeah. concept. So I think Joy and Sunny stan a little bit. Um, (laughs) Like they they agree with certain aspects of of democratic socialism. Mm -hmm. Um, And Megan feels extremely threatened by it. And even the normalization of it, like talking about it as though it's a normal thing that could maybe work yeah she really gets worked up about to her like it to her it goes it enters her ears and to her it sounds like we're saying 
you know what let's give up on the america that you know and love we're becoming communists like that's the way that she reacts is like as if they're telling her that yeah so yeah she's like so they're talking about socialism and trying to be like could it work could it be a good thing and she's like look at venezuela look at how it it tears the country apart people are dying like look at how well that worked out she's um this is like her probably her favorite thing to talk about is in that she gets to like debate a political topic and be like is it good is it bad so she's uh-huh. taking it so seriously and she's like ready to like destroy socialism and joy is like having a laugh and being <laughs> yeah. like sweden uh finland yeah like, just, just like naming, naming countries off countries being like better, better health care yeah, better schools better, better post, post office. office then megan is like well if you think the government is so good at spending money look at post offices look at healthcare blah 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 and she and then she quotes margaret thatcher like yes i'm sorry i didn't think we i didn't think that any gay person or ally was allowed to talk about margaret margaret thatcher unless they're talking about meryl streep's performance as (laughs) margaret thatcher yeah it's like so strange Megan to me. failed us as Megan an ally. failed us as an ally revoke her, her, her awards her glad she, award. <laughs> yeah she's like Margaret Thatcher says social okay and again and so this is me <laughs> paraphrasing Megan paraphrasing Margaret Thatcher but she's like socialism is great until you run out of spending other people's money yeah but it's also like when Megan is like, oh, you think they're so good at spending money? Look at like our shitty systems. She herself is like admitting that we need better yeah. public services and we need better systems. And it's it's like when you hit a certain level of not having to worry about money, you don't have to rely on those public services. Yeah. So in her brain and whether this is like conscious or unconscious thinking or not she's like i don't need to worry about school like public schools and public health care and public even like postal services because if i need those things i will pay for the good one which is the private one like the private sector is what i rely on why would i even worry about the other stuff of course i don't want my family's money to get super taxed to go to paying towards things i will never use yeah and i think that's a problem with a lot of like the the wealthiest people it's like when you hit a certain point you're like so mad about being taxed for these things because it's stuff that you'll never use because you think of them as being crappy yeah i think that's a i mean i I, i'm picturing megan like listening to us like psychoanalyze her and her blood boiling (laughs) because but i think that could be it like whether you want to admit it or not it's like you don't want your tax dollars being used for public health care because you and your family aren't going to use that public health care you're yeah. going to use the private yeah that's the reality of, yeah of, of the situation i guess and i mean it, it was just resulted in the most like lively discussion <laughs> we, we had her on the show and i asked her this question about what do you mean by being a democratic socialist and she went over her platform she says medicare for all good uh fully funded public schools and universities love it paid family and sick leave <laughs> Good. Justice system reform, immigration justice, yeah. infrastructural overhaul, clean campaign finance, an economy of peace, 
Housing is a human right. Problem with socialism, in the words of Margaret Thatcher, at a certain point you run out of spending other people's money. Venezuela, one of the richest countries in the world in the 70s. Now, the average Venezuelan has lost 24 pounds because they're starving to death. 90% of the country is living in poverty. I think, like, like I think she's talking more about Scandinavia than Venezuela. I, but I'm sorry. I need. This is what I need from her. Name one country that socialism has ever worked, and also every Sweden. every democratic socialist Copenhagen, who is going um, on TV Denmark, saying that it's good needs Norway, to start paying 90% in taxes. Iceland. On your tax form, no, on your tax form, on your tax form, I think you should start paying the amount of taxes that every socialist in this country thinks you need to. Because if you think the government is so good at okay. spending money, look at the VA. Hold no, because it is dangerous. I just told you several countries that do it. I'm sorry. Hold on a minute. God bless you all. I, they have just given this enormous tax break to the very, very wealthy in this country. Mm -hmm. that, that tax break doesn't have to be so generous to those really rich people, does it? Because if you don't give that money to them, what happens to that money? Better schools, I better think, post office, I'm sorry, better garbage pickup, better pickup. If you think the government is so good at running things, then the post office is a Listen, great run business. One more the word. VA, I'm sorry, comparing the United States of America to a small country in Europe Can is I delusional. And I'm sorry, some of us do not want socialism to be normalized. Okay. I am I love uh, talking politics with you. <laughs> We're so good at it. <laughs> We're so good at it. <laughs> um, so moving on to the number one viewed of the year. It has nothing <laughs> to do <laughs> with Megan. And it has everything to do with a certain sex judge. Robots. Okay, no, <laughs> no sorry. Not sex robots. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about Whoopi v. Judge Janine. Oh. Okay, so it doesn't even matter what they were talking about <laughs> in this segment. Um, Janine was there promoting a book that she wrote. Uh, and... According to a lot of the rumors around mm -hmm. this viewed, um, apparently things got off to a bad start immediately because Judge Janine didn't know that Anna Navarro was going to be on the panel that mm -hmm. day. So she was already riled up because she didn't know that Anna was the Friday girl. <laughs> like that she Anna did that. She hadn't been watching the view. Yeah. She thought Paula would be there. Yeah. <laughs> so she was already like, pissed off and didn't want Anna in the yeah. segment and clearly didn't get her way because Anna was in the segment. It's also important to note that everything we know about this episode and what happened comes from Janine telling the Daily Mail about it, going on Fox shows and mm -hmm. playing the victim and like telling her side of the story and playing up everything so dramatically. So like anything we know about the day is coming from her going and like milking this incident so much that I almost started to believe that I think she went on The View being like, I'm going to cause some shit and I'm going to like do something that will like get me more bookings. Yeah. And as they're fighting, she has a grin on her face the whole time. But the Cause she's like, well, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> but the way things popped off, like they're going back and forth asking her questions about trump and her book and whatever and it's it's like a very like lively discussion um mm -hmm. but things get out of control when she says 
the she, words Trump derangement syndrome and, and then Megan is like points at Whoopi. Yeah, because she says that while talking to Megan. Megan's like, I don't have that. And Janine is like, not you and points at Whoopi. Right. As if they're not all sitting within like feet, like two feet of each other. Yes. And then Whoopi goes, did you just point at me? And the way that Judge Janine reply it's so <laughs> gross she's like, a huge smile on her face and she goes yes like she's like like the fucking carol channing like yes <laughs> it's disgusting so then obviously Whoopi gets so fucking pissed off and is mm-hmm. like i don't have that which i agree like she doesn't of all of if, if you're gonna accuse anyone on the panel it's especially not Whoopi. And so then Whoopi goes on a... If you're um, even going to validate that Trump derangement syndrome is a real yeah. thing. But then Whoopi is like, no, I don't have that. Here, Here's what I don't like. People Racism. being called... <laughs> like rapists. People like me- calling Mexicans rapists. Being racist towards people. Blah, blah, blah. And like goes on and on about the valid reasons why she does not like Trump. Yes. So um, that goes on for very briefly. Brief screaming. Yeah. Back and forth. It was terrifying. And then they cut to commercial. And as everyone is screaming, Sarah has to go, okay, thank you, Judge Janine, for coming on our show. You can find her book at Bubble. And like, they, they don't. don't even let her end the sentence. The camera's zoomed, so yeah. zoomed out already, and it cuts to a break. They don't even do a shot of Sarah. No. Like, they just do a wide shot and zoom out. I also think it's important, as we said, 89% of the Republican Party still supports him. He still has huge popularity in the country. And if Democrats don't get their you-know-what together, he's certainly going well, to get reelected. Here's my you question know, for you. Here's my question for you, because you talk about... You, you talk about... I am not, Judge. Nobody no, is... I, no, oh, yeah. Did you just point at me? Yes! Listen, I don't have Trump God. derangement. Let me tell you what I have. Okay. I have a lot of... I'm tired of people starting a conversation with Mexicans or liars and rapists. I'm tired of people starting a conversation about this country. Listen, I'm 62 years old. There have been a lot of people in office that I didn't agree with, but I have never, ever seen anything like this. I've never seen anybody whip up such hate. I've never seen anybody be so dismissive. Clearly, you don't watch the show, so you don't know that I don't suffer from that. What I suffer from is the inability to figure out how to fix this. That's my issue. But one of the things that you talk about a lot, and I'm curious about it, is the deep state. How long has the deep state been there, and who's running it? Well, the, the, I want to answer your question, because you gave... I you had to ask no, you a question. You had I, your I, opening statement, which was how horrible it is, that Donald Trump no, is talking no, no, about all you, of no, these I'm people. Sorry, you know Peggy, what that's I think what you said. Horrible. You said, Whoopi, you know you said that when it was okay. When people shouldn't be here end it's, up murdering the children of American citizens. You know what's horrible? What's when, horrible when the president of the United States whips up people to beat the hell out of people. Say goodbye. And then, according to none other than the Daily Mail, um, which you know Janine went to, yeah, all of, she went to like every possible outlet that she could to like get her story out mm-hmm. there. Um, she claims that in the commercial break when she was leaving, that Whoopi like chased her down. Um, she says, "When I went off stage, I'm walking downstairs, and I said something like." 
Whoopi, I fought for victims my whole life. And she came at me and was leaving and said, F you in my face, literally spitting at me. F you, get the F out of this building. That's what she said on Mm -hmm. Fox. Um, And then she says, I said to her, did you just say that? She said, that's what I said. Get the F out of this building. And she was screaming at me and walking out of the building like a dog who was just kicked off. Yeah. And we talked about this when it happened about (laughs) we analyzed the likelihood of Whoopi spitting on her or not. (laughs) And we came to a unanimous agreement that she was probably so fired up and had a mint in her mouth. That maybe some spittle flew <laughs> towards yeah. Janine while it happened, but it wasn't like as if she like spat on the ground and was like, mark my words, you will never <laughs> step in this building again. <laughs> Say goodbye. <Yeah. laughs> and then <laughs> and then we come back from commercial and Whoopi is like, you just saw me do something I never do on this show. I got fired up because someone accused me of being hysterical. Yeah. And it like triggered her and it was all fair. And then they kind of moved on and that was it. Like the view moved on from it. Janine took the story and spent the next like week Mm -hmm. selling it to people. Yeah. And I don't think Whoopi has really gotten like lit like that ever again. (laughs) Ladies got lit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there you have it. (laughs) That was our top 10 views. And it's the top 10 views on the view of 2018. Our next bonus episode will be the top 10 Deja the view views of 2018. Yeah. I'll leave it to the viewer to decide who they think number one is. Yeah. Tweet us. <laughs> no one's going to tweet at us. I'm already looking forward to the top 10 views of 2019, especially knowing that at a certain point, Abby will be gone and like God only knows who's going to be filling her seat during her pregnancy leave. Yeah. I personally am hoping that they just hire Lisa Ling back and call it a day. (laughs) (laughs) I'm hoping that they Skype call Barbara. And even if it's just like, it's like a camera aimed at her in bed watching like days of her life. (laughs) She doesn't have to speak. She doesn't have to speak. That'll be enough. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for listening to our special bonus app. Um, it's like our first bonus app that we ever did since Britney Ever After. Yeah. If anyone remembers. <laughs> Those who know, know. Um, so have a great day, everyone. Please take a little time to enjoy Feuds of your life. Spittle. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Hit it, Abby.